scary ghosts, creepy serial killers, all things that go bump in the night. Enjoy the view from the open shutters. <laughs> Hi, creeps. I'm Barry Marino. I'm Philip Landry. And I'm Bob Ray. And welcome to another episode of Open Shutters with our very special guest, Mr. Mr. Christopher Sterling, also known as Aunt Zelda. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, honey. I have an Aunt Aggie. So where are y'all coming to us from today, Barry? We are coming. Well, let Philip tell us. Where are we? We Yes, Philip. Sorry. We are coming from Starling Magical Cult Shop at 1022 Royal Street. That's in, in the, the French heart of the quarter. New Orleans French Quarter. It is right in the heart. Yes, yes. You, you're in the right. middle, in the thick of it so, all. So here, if anybody goes to New Orleans and don't know where the French Quarter is, it's the oldest part of town, and it's basically the highest part of town. Pretty much. And Just it's, ask and it's anybody. Also- and it's Thank also it's even it's even a little higher than it used to be because you can you, you smell quite a bit of weed when you walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting some contact high just just rolling through the quarter. Who that baby? Oh, you know you okay, don't you don't even coming back because you're kind of kind of loose in your your video. Who me? Yeah. No, you're back, but you're not clear. I'm not clear. <laughs> you need to you You're need to fine, adjust your, you need to adjust your television set bitch. maybe he needs uh, to go and get some to, of that you adjust your makeup. so so we want to talk to, i want to talk to christopher for a moment because me and christopher have we have a unique similarity um we both view claudia as our spiritual mother who literally looked out for us you know when we were some baby gays trying to survive in the city, right? Wouldn't you say that, um, So long Chris? ago. Many it was moons long. ago. It was Very many long. moons. I it's mean, been an age in the round. I think I got more moons than you do. When, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I got my first shade from Chris. <laughs> Burn. Burn that. Well, you know, uh, so, when I, when I, I came down here for my 21st birthday. We won't say yesterday, right? Oh, you're very sweet. <laughs> He's just flirting, honey. He's just flirting. Not really. I'm just trying to bother you. Up. Stumbled upon the <laughs> shop and like I saw the sign that she is the uh, Courtney Love, the occult world. And I was like, oh, another Courtney Love fan. And then we got to talking and then somehow she gave me her phone number and I have continued to harass her. And it wasn't so much harassment as it was like little genuine questions and like however it was like several conversations on the phone like hey what are you doing? And she'd be like well I'm uh, in the shop dressing a candle right now. Uh, What are you doing? And I'm like oh it is the day off you know la 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 and then a year or so later, we I moved to town, my ex at the time, and uh, we moved two blocks away 
and Starling was, and I'll never forget when I first moved to the city, we drove down Royal and the shop was open. And at the time, the way the, the, um, the desk was set up, you could like see him in the window and she was like doing things and just remember being like, and I'm home. And then, yeah, she's just always been there for me. I can't believe that I just met her, uh, what, about four years ago through, through Lance and Curtis. And, and they, they, we came here after I had gotten out when I worked at the smut shop on Chef Highway. We came here. shop on Chef Highway. I know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Elmwood. Well, the funny thing is, I have yet to meet Claudia. Oh, I you used Facebook friends the other day, but we <laughs> have to meet in person when I get back home this week. Yes, you need to meet Claudia yeah. and you need to meet Jan as well. So, yeah. Both Jan Jan's and Claudia, really cool yeah. they really both became spiritual parents, not just to myself, but most definitely to, to Chris. And I mean, I know for both Chris and for myself, I don't think we really would have survived New Orleans without Jan and Claudia. Absolutely. Completely agree. And, and you know, for sure. So it you are actually, Chris, you are actually back now working in the shop, right? Which I had worked in the shop briefly at one time as well. Yes, I do work in the shop. It is a little bit limited hours because I do have to deal with the always. But I definitely, uh, Thursdays and Mondays, I'm always here. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm here for like a good two or three hours, depending on how I can get it off or not. But uh Definitely, like she can't read, do the readings. I do the readings. Uh, I, mean, I, you know, can blend. I blend the oils. I blend the incenses. We, we make it work. Huh. Oh yes, I remember well. making those incenses. That was that was fun. You got to really grind with that mortar and pestle to make some of the. And well, you also have to really find the recipe stuff. too, because in those books that she has, there's no rhyme or reason, but we got to figure it out some way. <laughs> oh, I remember, like if she, if we couldn't figure it, Jan and me would have this whole like philosophical debate. Maybe this will work. Maybe we can switch this out. Maybe that'll happen. And we usually would, we usually would create. Some, sometimes it came out even better than the original. Recipe. Right. It's always a substitution. <laughs> Although we always tried to at least stick to the original recipe as best we could. Kind of like some good fried chicken, you know? <laughs> and she's even consulted, <laughs> consulted on this podcast because I know how sensitive she is about the Zaccanati uh, case. And when we did that case, she uh, I, I wanted to make sure yes. it was done with taste and with respect. Because you uh, hear the stories those tour guides are telling out there. Well, you know, before Katrina, I worked at the laundromat at Ursuline and Bourbon Street. And Addie used to come into that laundromat. And I always found her so, like, she was just like an enigma. She was always very, very sweet. And she had this bicycle that was half painted. Like, she painted all these dots and stuff just on one side of the bicycle. And she always stuck out, and it was funny too, because at the time that she was coming to the laundromat, uh, she delivered for Verdi Mart. And when she delivered for Verdi Mart, she'd come in and be like, hey, you want a royal feast tonight? Like, being timid little me would always be like, uh, 
don't you need to bring this to somebody? Don't you need to like, you know, oh, don't worry about it. You can have it. Well, you know, she and when that happened, it was really shocking to me and that she and there's just so many stories that yeah. are told about that. But no. to like have known her and to have like actually had the experience of like getting like getting nervous, she would like come in and just tell me all these stories. Like not warranted or anything, but she'd just come in and just like unleash and well, I knew her better than I knew Zach. And uh she and I had a mutual friend named Bobby Merrill. You remember Bobby Merrill? Because mm-hmm. he was good friends with Bobby. You remember that? And one day I got a phone call on my cell phone from Bobby at like three in the morning. And I said, Oh God, Bobby probably needs a cab and I really don't feel like going out. And Fred goes, Oh, Bobby's a good friend of yours. Go do it. So when he got there, he says, First thing I want to need you to do is take Addie home. She was living uptown at the time. That's when you had she had the apartment uptown. And I took her home, and she was like really, really sweet. She always wanted to sit in the front. It's funny because a lot of cab drivers didn't want to take her because sometimes she could be a little grouchy. Right. So anyway, I went back and I picked Bobby up and I brought him home. I was living in the lower ninth floor. I dropped him off. The next day, I picked up a regular passenger. He said, "Did you hear about Bobby?" I said, "What?" He said, "He's dead." That's when he had died on his sofa. I went, oh my God. Mm. So a couple of Irish Mike gave him an Irish wake at the ninth circle. And I'm standing at the bar and at the wake and I feel this woman, this skinny woman hugging me. And she says, darling. I said, oh, Addie, who's up? She says, uh, she says, you got your cab? I said, yeah. She says, well, when is it over? Can you drive me home? I said, I'm going to drive you home. Man. I'm not even going to charge you, baby. And, and I drove her uptown where I had driven her. And she and but so I was in New Jersey when it happened. And I had not really heard anything until I got back and I saw that the book Shake the Devil Off, Ethan Brown came out and I had befriended Ethan and I used to go to all his book signs. So one is the one he had, which is where the fresh market on St. Charles is. It was a Borders book and he was talking about, about the case and everything. And this woman with these two little kids well, um, the, the kids were well, they were a little bit rambunctious, but she was, you know, she had purple hair and she had these two kids. It turned out she was one of Addie's best friends. And guess who she was? Margaret Sanchez. Oh. You know who Margaret Sanchez is, Philip? Oh, yes. Who doesn't know that in New and Orleans? She and I became friends and we became Facebook friends and we would talk back and forth and she became friends with Ethan. Well, I'd like to have Ethan on one day. That would be probably kind of cool. And have you with us when we do that. Because we got to talk to you at the show. So um, anyway, um, anyway, so uh, yeah. So yeah, I knew I knew her better than I knew him. I used to know him when I would be parked at the Richelieu. He used to deliver the food, the, the groceries or the food. And then sometimes he'd be there swimming with his kids. Yeah. If y'all want, definitely go back. And we did this. When did we do this? Was back in 2021, right? We we did it around like February 2021. We originally recorded the Zach and Addie episode. Yeah, and we have reposted it since too. And we have reposted, but it is definitely there. I want I want to encourage people to go listen to that. And like we said, we did actually talk to Claudia and say, "Hey, are you okay with us doing this beforehand?" So, and And that is how we proved it too. Before yes. we published. And there are going to be other topics down the road where we definitely want to include Claudia, if not at least get her permission on it. That's why down the road we actually are going to possibly be doing some different uh, 
uh, voodoo-related episodes, among other occult uh, things as well. And we definitely want to have uh, her inclusion at whatever level she's willing to provide. But we definitely want to have her blessing on that before we proceed into those. So that's just something exciting to look forward ahead. But back to Chris for a second. I want to talk about um, more about the work of Jan and Claudia Starling and the community. Um, one of the things I want to ask about is like currently what, um, what products or services do y'all have that kind of gears towards the LGBT community? I would say first off, uh, definitely we have essential oils that can be dressed on candles or wear as jewelry or wear it through like through your day. Um, number one would probably be oh boy or oh girl oil um and that means uh claudia made this blend that uh, is a very tried and true recipe and that it brings the one that you want to you or it brings them all to you whether it be the boy or girl however you're liking uh we also have uh love candles we have um, soaps, and we also have a few instances that definitely help in the way of procuring, procuring uh, <laughs> bringing the positivity to you, the uh, self-assurance, the uh, self-respect that you need to be able to go out and you know find the person that you really want to enjoy or, you know, um however long however hard however fast uh there's uh, many and numerous things that we have we have we have books we have uh books on uh right now uh tantric sex magic sex magic uh classical gay witchcraft we have uh it really uh we're always all inclusive all year round and really just depends on what you need as to what we can supply like we always have those things to help you work that magic yeah and claudia and claudia is, has always been open to doing uh doing marriage services for the lgbt as well Yes, she is. Uh, we have a sign still up in the shop that says uh, legal, non-legal services. Yep. And when that sign was printed, this was well before, you know, the 2014, 2013 Marriage Act. Uh, I remember June that. Day, 2014. Yeah. June 14, 2014. 2014? And, I, and yes. we've always, like, Claudia and I have always felt like you don't, like, we'll give you a piece of paper but that piece of paper is only so much and that really is more of the bond that you already have with each other and sealing it in front of the spirits in front of the law the orisha the gods and goddesses whatever your belief is claudia will stand in front of them and you know uh help you profess your love yeah and this, this is another interesting kind of, I don't know, if it, it goes along with this, but you kind of helped me remember this as well. Um, one of the big ties, and, then, and this is just for conversations with Claudia and just 
just her experience of being around the shop and being around her, we realized we both the occult community and the LGBT community both suffer the um, effects of otherism constantly, you know, by people persecuting constantly. And I think that really, when you genuinely see it, a lot of members of the occult community pair up with members that are, are, are pair up with members of the LGBT community, whether it be politically, spiritually, emotionally. And some people are like ourselves are in both communities. We're part right. of both. Right. And I find that Claudia and Jan have been probably, if not be best, some of the best allies in New Orleans right. as far as for the LGBT community. Yeah. So we, we are very thankful and very appreciative of everything they've done, not just in our lives, but for other right. people's lives. Right. Well, there's so many people that know them and appreciate them. And like you said, they're steadfast. They've been in the community for so long and it's uh, they definitely have never like faltered. They're steadfast. They're definitely always there when you need them. You know, it, uh, they like you said, it's like we're all in this together. It's not uh it's like an umbrella and that occultists yes. or LGBTQI or anyone, it's like they always maintained the shop as everybody everywhere. And, and in a way, it's a refuge. It really is a refuge. Exactly. And even if it's like your first time coming to the shop, you're always welcome. We always like welcome in with open arms. We always explain anything that you have questions about. We might not have what you're looking for, but we'll have something else for you to yeah. substitute, you know? Yeah, and, and uh, if you baby gaze, and, and you bring up the point, yes, if you baby gaze and baby witches and baby occultists, if y'all need a safe space, right? come exactly. to Star Wars. Exactly. Like, seriously, yes. they, will, they will point you in the right direction, help you out. They will not let you, you know, right. harm yourself you or others harm you. Well, and they also are so explanatory, too, in things like when you ask for a specific thing and they say, well, what are you going to do with that? And then, you know, you tell them and they're like, oh, no, you don't need that. You need this. It's always yes. they're never going to lead you astray. They're not just trying to sell you something. They always are going to help you along your path. And that's what's always resonated with me is that you find out what's going on with the person you you know sage is great but if you've got you know a raging demon on your ceiling then you know you might need a little more something you know uh, exactly that's how they always that's how they always do and they are so the expertise of them all they uh so chris you're saying just sage won't get rid of lance then right yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, just so everybody knows, yeah. I still love him. <laughs> so, um, we also talking about not just Starling, we want to talk maybe about Starling's role as well as other shops' role in the greater um, LGBT community as well. Um, one shop that comes to mind outside. Outside of Starling, one shop that helped really shape me in my time when I was here in New Orleans was the French Quarter Gym and Lapidary. And even Claudia would say, oh, I used to buy 
Oh, like, yes, you got it all. You, used to buy all my you gotta get your stones. From yes. I just went there today before we recorded. So I we did too. Up. How did I you did Oh wait, that's when I saw you turn in the corner and I was over by the CC. You know, yes. I bought I bought a rose quartz there and every and once I started carrying it rose quartz around. It was like everybody I met went to sleep with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, well, and you know what? And that's what I loved about Alan. He was never, he's never pretentious about his shop. He's got everything you could want, anything you could, as far as gem stuff. He's very open about, and always has been about the spirituality of the stones. He doesn't make you feel bad about that. He's part of that. He enjoys that as well so i mean i view him kind of like a um a gemstone magician or a gem somebody that's into gemstone magic he always has been and i that's one of the things i really enjoy about his shop but even if you're not into that the stuff is gorgeous like just go in there and you'll be in awe i feel like if you're a part of this practice you have to be into it some tiny little bit like even if you just have two or three pieces it only helps your practice in that having those uh and definitely like what you said like they're always welcoming as well uh well you know you know also too that the lapidary was the first place in louisiana that sold started selling gems and minerals and crystals as a yeah they've been around a long item. They did. They started, and I think it was like 1961. If you walk in there, you can still smell the 60s on it. If you look at the floor, ain't nothing changed. Yes, since yes, honey. Um, but and we we in that Starling, we don't really stock a lot of crystals and stuff because they're so close to us. We send them to them. We don't. I mean, we have a little bit here and there, like if you need like a quick fix, but. Right. We don't have a bunch of crystals and stuff because they're so close to us that we want them to thrive and for people looking for certain stones to have that experience to be able to go and talk to them because they're so much more knowledgeable about them that, you know, we got to spread it around the community. Well, one uh, place, another yeah, place exactly. stones is in uh, Nethery. It's Kenner, actually. Witch Depot. Have you ever been really? there? Yeah. I've never been there. Yeah. I never knew about uh, this. Yeah, it's in a little, it looks like an apartment building. Huh. And it's in the back. Huh. And it's right near Walmart where Lance works. Huh. And it, you've been there, haven't you, Philip? Oh, yeah. Y'all brought me. I was with y'all. We got to bring you there one day. Yes, please. I bet they got some good cheap stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, because that price is a real. earlier, Chris. I'm sorry, Barry. Chris, you mentioned earlier about readings. What type of readings do you perform and what kind of readings can customers receive? I personally do tarot readings and they are uh, a good about half hour and they uh, run about $60. Um, Claudia can, if by appointment, she can do more of like a psychic reading. Uh, she also does readings as well. Um, uh, she can also do Reiki by appointment, um, but me personally, I do uh, reading, and it also 
it's mainly tarot, classic tarot, but I also do pull from an oracle deck, like to get specifically to the point of a question that a, a current has. Um, but yeah, it's, it's okay. all tarot. Yeah. Oh well, thank you for bringing that up. That was that, uh, Bob Ray. <laughs> There's another thing we wanted to bring up though about Christopher and the shop. A very special role that he has at the shop. You are probably the premier visual artist for the shop. I, I, I don't know if they can they see the artwork behind y'all as well. I don't know if you could show that to the uh, people at all. Some of the paintings behind y'all. Oh, so he's an artist also, huh, Chris? Oh my God, he's amazing. I've been painting through 2006. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, Philip and I actually collaborated on his book, Dao Haiku, um, and I did the watercolor illustrations. I was uh, very appreciative of that, uh, yes. I was appreciative Wait a minute, Philip has a book? Yes, I have a book. With Why haven't we the, talked about this? That was illustrated by, well, we're talking about it now. <laughs> that was illustrated by Chris, yes. And where can this book be found? It can be found. It can be found on Amazon. It's Dao Haiku and Magic. We have it Magic. On Starling too. We have signed and they copies. Have Starling as well. The signed copies you're going to get from Starling. So call call Starling and order from them if you want signed copies. If you're okay with not signed copies, yeah, Amazon's fine. But but I say get a signed copy because you can get a signed Ooh. copy. From... Where's my right. copy? Bougie right, bougie. exactly. Even though I know you, I want the good stuff. Like I said, yeah, bro, he where's my copy? We got, we... I'll get right you one of them, so uh, just hold on. <laughs> I want to give y'all all something. Yeah. The great part is self-publishing. You know you're going to have a book. Right. So, right. And, and actually, we were even talking about possibly, I don't want to talk, say yeah, but yeah, Christopher and I are going to expand to doing taking something from Similar to the Dow Haiku book, but even it's almost been ten years. Much, it has been ten years, almost ten years since we've done the work. Yes, but we we we're hoping to work together again on something and help deliver that to the people. But talk about some of the visual art that you're working on right now. Like, tell people what what you currently have maybe going on. Well, I have to uh, be forthcoming and honest. Depression sucks, and um. Fuck depression. Been, <laughs> yes, I have been Don't coming we know back it. into the uh, painting game. I've been like slowly painting smaller paintings, which is a, it, it's a very good feeling in that like the ones that I have painted have already all sold because I'm showing them as Starling, and uh, they have a good reception. Uh, I do. I've been getting back into my classic New Orleans nightscapes in that like you can you feel like I've yeah, had a like lot of right. there's like a lot of response back is like I feel like I can just walk into this painting like I've walked my dog down the street. I, I know so this they, is this and like oh I just made it up. And it's like, oh, but this is New Orleans. Especially uh, when the esplanade when you had because you could just feel you could just sashay on by from from bourbon to esplanade. <laughs> right. And like, it, but I've been like focusing a lot on more like individual houses more so than like. Oh, I, was I love that. Written up in 2000, 
seven in the Tone Fiki U, and he called it a bowling alley perspectives. And it's like when you look at my paintings, a lot of the times it's like you can just walk straight down the street because our fabulous city of New Orleans is flatter than a pancake. It's like the best city to ride a bicycle in because you don't have to uphill. Well, you know, we ain't getting into that. But, but yeah, uh, right. Well, well, I'm afraid to get into that. And the crazy other drivers. I used to get so mad at the bicyclists when I was a cab driver, and then I bought a bike. Whoa! No wonder these people hate. Our street too, you know. Hey, hey, hey! When they're going the wrong way down a one-way street, we have a problem. Hey, that's 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 a problem for sure. Stop sign. Pulling their baby. Ah, pulling the baby. The baby's in a little trailer, and they pull the baby. Crossing the red light on Legion Field. Right. <laughs> I've seen that before. Why did you call me out like that? <laughs> oh. Yes. And... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Philip, <laughs> is it time yet? What I time mean, is, is there it? Anything... First off, wait. Before... Hold, 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 hold. Chris, is there anything else you'd like to say about the shop, Jan and Claudia, since we're on the topic? Is there anything else you would like to say We've about that? We've got a lot of books in. We're getting more books in. Uh, we are really thriving. We've got a lot of fresh instances that we've just made. Our oils are top shelf. Uh, really, like, we're really making it we're gonna we're pushing for the summertime just to have things that people really need um and if we don't have it on hand we'll make it and it's definitely going to like we'll definitely have it for you like within an hour or so but we definitely have like we we deal of course with used and you know uh thrift books and the what the response when they made the call for book you know turn in uh we'll buy them we'll trade them blah 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 uh we got a lot in and just stop by because we've got a lot of good stuff yes what's that Always. address again chris 1022 royal street between saint philip and ursulines and on you, royal right next to the school and you have a web okay. address and email Oh, you ask those questions. You know, we could look of it up. Of course we do, my dear. Of course look we do. Look us up on Facebook, I would say. Facebook might be the best bet. And a phone number. No, Is there a phone number to the shop? Page. Does the shop have a phone number? 504-522-9777. Five zero four five two two nine seven seven seven. Hold on, let me get a phone. Let me of get a. Of course, phone. we did. I can't remember a phone number. <laughs> also, if you ever so, want to see Chris outside the shop, you can also catch him at times slinging drinks down at the Always Lounge and Cabaret on Saint Claude. I may have to go there tomorrow night, y'all. He looks and he looks damn cute behind that bar. Let me tell you. He looks damn cute sitting next oh, to me. I, bet. I know he does, doesn't he? <laughs> I have the phone I'll have a totally talking about. I have the email. Not the phone number. 504 595 
6777. And 504 No, it's 5956777. Nine, 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 oh, sorry. Seven. Okay. And, and, and what's the website? The email. You can. The email is at gmail.com. So, Barry and Philip, what time is it? Y'all know what time it is. It's Go horoscope time. All right, y'all want to sing it with me? It's horoscope time. It's horoscope time. Philip is so sublime. It's horoscope It's horoscope time. Horoscope. Okay, so on this, on this edition of Horoscopes, we're sticking all you bitches in some gay bar in the bathroom, passed out from your drunken escapades. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus. Are, oh, no. Which, that happened on my 40th birthday. Which <laughs> New Orleans gay bar are you passing out in the bathroom? Well, let's start with the illustrious Aries, who's going to pass out in the Golden Lantern's bathroom. Why did you look at me when oh. you Huh? <laughs> right up in that golden latrine. You're probably getting golden showers put on them by other people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is just painful. Hey, uh, jewels with painful. the bathtub. <laughs> yes, you're going to be christened, bitch. You're going to be christened. Well, you've probably been christened, Kristen. Chris. You about your damn forehead, bitch. You keep saying this. In the name thing. of the Father, Son, and the Holy thing. Spirit. It's spirit to Sante. No, I'm joking. No. Where's Taurus? Taurus, oh well, honey, they they're getting gonna pass out at the Bourbon Pub and Parade, honey. Uh, the Bourbon Pub and Parade. One. There's no which stone bathroom though. Honey. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It depends on what bathroom upstairs or downstairs. Right. Most of the Taurus. Wait, the Taurus is wait. I don't see Taurus is having the up the effort for upstairs. It's gonna have to be downstairs for the asses. Hey, that's a horrible bathroom down there. Exactly. That's the damn yes. point. <laughs> All right, Gemini. Gemini. Oh, this is cute. Yeah, they're gonna pass out in the good friend's bathroom. Oh, if you got the key. If you got the key. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially if you're a woman. If you got the key, hook Did to you that buy big... a drink? Did you buy a drink, bitch? Of course, Jim Did and I buy a drink. They three. <laughs> they still haven't hooked. They still have the key hooked to the toilet seat. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. They yes, still bitch. have a key oh. on the toilet. Yes, honey. <laughs> and they still have it on the toilet seat, uh, the key mm -hmm. to get in the bathroom. You ain't even nothing. <laughs> Well, cancer, cancer, that's you, Barry. You next, Barry. That's cancer. me. Okay, with you're, you're passing out in the bathroom at Grand Prix, bitch. Grand Prix. Starlight by the park. I actually passed out. I, yeah, I loved when it was Starlight, honey. That you was know. the best thing. But I love Grand Prix you too. Don't hate me, Grand uh, Prix. Kid I love you as well. It's himself. Ken prides himself on the cleanest bathrooms in the quarter. So if you have to pass out, that's the best place I love to the do silence so. behind that. Oh, I love the silence. Oh, I, never saw, I, I didn't see any of that. You know, I passed out. What about us, Because I told Terry Lavelle she had rotten teeth. Well, <laughs> calls it as he sees it. You know. 
Well, Leos, that's Bob Ray and Curtis. Y'all better get ready to lose all your money out your wallet, maybe just everything else in the wallet as well, because y'all are passing out in the corner pocket bathroom. And then I they have all, that them, all them hustlers <laughs> wiggling their butts and all over. <laughs> wiggling <laughs> their butts and their ding-dongs. Yes, honey. What is wrong with, with that, that honey? Between your teeth. You knew where you were. <laughs> I've been there many a time. You need some you need some dental floss. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, let me tell you. <laughs> I've got stories to tell about the corner pocket. Dollars ready, what honey. You can't even oh, dollar yes. bills. Oh yes. Preview of what fifty dollars will buy you. <laughs> well, well, Virgos better really get ready because doll bitches, y'all gonna pass out real trashy style in the crossing bathroom, which used to be the double play. Oh, you know the owner of that is the ER doctor at the Chalmette Auction. He treated me already, and he treated Lance too. Really? Yeah, Doctor oh, Randy. He treated you. Oh, right. treat I too. love the crossing. I go there every Tuesday to bother Will for lunch, and oh. I. I love that they, I love their advertisement though, in that it's like New Orleans premier gay steampunk bar amongst the ten other steampunk bars. You know. <laughs> yeah, really. It's just like a gay bar, but you know they've got gears and things. It's and double like play with lipstick. Exposed <laughs> roofing. You know, it's great. It's double well, play with Lee well, you thought that was cute. The next one might be disturbing in, on some levels because I know I've been in those bathrooms. Maybe not passed out, but close enough. For Libra, although I'm not a Libra, I'm a Scorpio, but Libras are going to pass out as they follow the yellow brick dr- jizz road to Oz. They're going to pass out in the bathroom of Oz. Libra, really? Oz. Bottom upstairs or downstairs? On the balcony. Yeah, I'm talking about the downstairs bathroom because if you pass out in the upstairs bathroom, no, I pass out on the balcony. I just want to tell you about it. You remember Tyler the Tomb? Well, Tyler the Tomb took me in the bathroom and gave me what I thought was cocaine, and it turned out to be special cat. Oh shit! Shit! Very big ketamine. I went. Wow. On the bench, and I fell asleep. Yeah, and baby. the bartender just came out, and just covered oh. me with a blanket. Yeah, baby, it's you got the Holy oh, Ghost. Oh, another K hole. She's hurt, girl. That's not why I'm covering her. Cocaine, so I did a good, big, gigantic bump, and it was special. So you was tranquilized like a wildebeest. I got it. Okay, <laughs> like a horse and a deer. <laughs> that may be why he don't like to be penetrated nowadays. Um, wildebeest. Wildebeest. That's what we call in you, Barry. You're a wildebeest. Yes, honey. He got poached. Anyhow, next we got talking about that. Next, talking about being poached. We got Scorpio. That's my fellow son, honey. Y'all people, y'all gonna pass out in the Cafe Lafitte in the exile bathroom. Probably right in that horse trough looking urinal. Like right in the urinal. Don't have no toilet. Oh, that's the one with Becky and start dancing on the floor and her wig came off on the paint. (laughs) I was there that night. I saw that wig going around on that grave. Round and round like a few little pants. Lord, honey. Yes, 
You know, that's where I met Frank, Frankie Fierce when he was bartending there. In the bathroom? In the bathroom, well, Actually, yes. Actually, yes. You remember. Eric. And let me tell you, that boy. <laughs> All right, now. Be nice to that's my <laughs> child. Frankie's my child. That's my. That's one of my children. And that Frankie's done with MIA. So. He said, "You got Curtis Barry and, and Robert living with you. You got the three bears, and you eating all the orange." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Lord have mercy. Yes. Oh Lord, the next one, which which I I hated that we had to change the name because they they changed the name on the business. But Sagittarius is going to pass out in the bathroom. Of the Silver Fox, which used to be Rawhide. Oh, which me. is literally one of two bars on this list where you can have a train run on your bar. Ass. That's going to be the new Louisiana. <laughs> you know they tried Lord. to change it into a full-on cocktail bar with like the all the bartenders wearing uh, the aprons. And you all see with the bartenders. Well, we passed. We passed there today. You that Oh, I know. What's that smoky taste? It's ass, bitch. It's, it's ass. <laughs> you ever notice every, every time there's a sex scene on broadcast TV, the guy is wearing these red boxer shorts. Mm -hmm. Boxer boots. That, and that's supposed to that's supposed to symbolize him being red is stimulation. Right. <laughs> that's what the boxer was wearing. Naked stimulation. Oh. oh Lord, have mercy! We've done went to hell in a handbag. Oh, I know. Well, talking to Helen back. Helen back is the Helen back is the next sign, Capricorn, which is Lance, which is also you would notice, Chris. This is also Jarek's son, uh -huh. who's also one of the evil stepsisters. Over, may tell yes. you, Well, guess what? She's passing out, and this is really easy for her ass to pass out at it. The always lounge and cabaret, honey. And a Capricorn. You got to clean Lance up off your floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, Jesus. You got to go, bitch. You're going to wake his ass up and say you got to go. You got to get the fuck out Capricorn of here. Capricorn at the You better always. call for a ride. I have like 10 freaking performers to want. Look, they're all Capricorns. <laughs> Bless you, honey. Just Bless in the ball and says a Scorpio. November 15th, 17th, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. You what you said, and the Scorpios have their few really, really good friends: uh, Capricorn, Aries, Cancers, and Leo. Cancers, Leo. Keep Cancers around to throw them about. But in this town, there are a lot of naked men. That and <laughs> that's a lot of, um, Leos and Aries and Capricorns. That's okay. Yes, yes oh, we love did. our Leos. Yes. Well, the next sign is Aquarius. Us Leos are taking over the world. But after these Aquarius is past, sign? wait, what happened? What is what is Bob Ray's? Leo. 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 I am Leo. Leo. Well, I've already been through this. Curtis is, uh, Lance is Capricorn. Curtis is yeah. Leo. Yeah. Robert is Leo. And I'm Cancer Leo Cusp. And I'm a big old Scorpio. Yes. That's why he's eating all the porridge. Scorpio, yes. 
Yeah. Well, we might as well call the next sign Asquarius or, okay, I'll be nice, Aquarius, but it will be Asquarius after they're done passing out in the Phoenix bathroom. Hopefully they live to tell the story. Aquarius at the Phoenix. Hmm. Huh? And we talk uh, about the bathroom, the, the Eagle's Phoenix Nest bathroom. Why can't I sit down? I had been there in a while. Do they still have the chicken wire up there? Remember when they had the chicken wire in the bathroom? They have the sling up there. They got the cage up there. They got they got the little uh, bathroom with no lights up there, no toilet. Mm -hmm. no now, where the Felicia Phillips? Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> where are the Felicia right? Phillips and Pisces? Oh, what about Pisces? Oh, God. Well, there's so many reasons that Pisces would pass out in this bathroom. They're going to pass out in the bathroom of the Voodoo Lounge. <laughs> probably with they, where they are. Probably and with their drinks so still in hand. Not going to find their way back to where they need to be. <laughs> I mean, you just, the nose powder just keeps you awake. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I, in all granted,ness Barry and me did go back and forth in debate. Should it be the Buddha Lounge or the Ninth Circle for Pisces? You know, really? Well, he was looking for lounges that still exist. I feel like the yeah. Ninth Circle the, will be Capricorn. I think the Ninth Circle and Voodoo are just like No, a Capricorn was probably giving a Pisces a blowjob at the Ninth Circle in the bathroom. That's what would happen. That's perfect. That is that is heaven on discretion earth. is advised. We know this is gonna be Mark fucking explicit, Bob Ray. <laughs> no, I got a little announcement before we go. What's that, uh, Barry? We're talking, we're talking about Misty, right? Well, you I you guys know, I don't know if I told you before. The alleged last victim, Mike Tep Pepitone of the New Orleans Axeman, was my great uncle. Oh wow. He was my grandma, his wife was my grandmother's sister. Esther Pepitone, Esther Albano, Pepitone Albano is my great aunt by blood. And so this guy named Brandon that Misty hooked me up with, his name is Brandon Mon. It's almost like Curtis's last name with a with an M instead of a B. He's making a documentary about the the um the Axman, Axman. So she had, he called me and he says, Well, you know, I'm almost finished. I don't think I need any more interviews, but let's talk for a little while. He was talking to me for 10 minutes when he decided he wanted to. So I am going to. Oh, be Lord. Now Barry's going to be on the big screen. I'm going to be part of this documentary about the Axeman. How cool is that? That's very cool. But there's also. That like, is cool. How? I mean, do they have enough tape to record you, Barry? It might be a short. I don't That's even know. All I know is. Question. All I know is I don't have a screen. <laughs> Do they have enough tape to be able to record you, Barry? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. If the lens are big enough to show you, they got enough tape to record me. Well, baby, I've been on TV long before you ever was, so we're not going there. Anyways, yeah, listeners, it, we appreciate you. And we have, and you had the big, you know, since they got the big screens, they can actually see you. Well, mm -hmm. listeners, we appreciate you joining us for this special edition, Pride edition of Open Shutters, a creepy podcast. We will be back next week with our final Pride episode. So for now, we thank you for Wait. listening. Hold on, where I go to social media? You oh, shit. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, uh, Instagram, what's our Instagram? You don't know the Instagram yet, but our uh, new Facebook is... No, we don't have it yet. You got the new Facebook. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash open shutters. S-H-U-D-D-E-R-S. That's open shutters on Facebook. And our email is open shutters at yahoo.com. So until and our then... our YouTube page is coming soon. So until then, hit it, Bob. Don't. Wait, I don't know what I'm supposed enjoy to say. Enjoy the view from the open shutter. Oh, yeah. I'll enjoy the enjoy view from, from the view. <laughs> enjoy the view from the open shutters. But don't fall out the motherfucking window. Unless you're, Unless you're on the balcony of the Oz. Oh. Yeah, I could have fallen out the balcony of the Oz. <laughs> I could have. All right, everybody. Bye, Thank you. Happy Bye. Pride. Y'all have a good evening. Thank you.